Hello, everybody, and welcome to Get Lit Minute, your weekly podcast for all things poetic, poetry, and poets. This series is produced by Get Lit Words Ignite, which is a nonprofit organization that uses poetry and spoken word to increase literacy and empower young people. My name is Nia Lewis. In this podcast, we focus on the lives, history, and works of classic poets and modern day contemporary poets. This poet today beautifully knows how to write about her body in her poems. So, here is the wonderful life of Destiny O. Birdsong. Destiny O. Birdsong was born in Louisiana and currently resides in Nashville, Tennessee. She earned her MFA and PhD from Vanderbilt University. Her work has been featured in African American Review, The Cambridge Companion to Transnational American Literature, and Spit the Rock's Poem of the Week. She released her first poetry collection, Negotiations, published in 2020. Birdsong has won the Academy of American Poets Prize, Nugget River Review's 2016 Poetry Contest, and the Meridian's 2017 Borders Contest in Poetry. She was also nominated for the Pushcart Prize. She has received fellowships from Kavi Kunnam, Kalalu, Jack Jones Literary Arts, the Ragdale Foundation, and McDowell Colony. Destiny grew up in an environment where metaphor was potent. She explains that metaphor was something that could sustain relationships. People didn't want to be outright with certain things they wanted to say. She would often get bullied because she has albinism. Through metaphors, she was able to create her collection, Negotiations. What Birdsong loves so much about poetry is that she's able to take something that's ugly and disturbing but write it in a beautiful way. Destiny Birdsong writes on issues faced by women of color like emotional labor, trauma, cultural exportation, and marginalization in healthcare. When it comes to writing, Birdsong doesn't write in hopes for it to be seen by the public. She values journaling every day to really prepare her and clear her headspace before she actually writes. It can also help her come up with concepts for her poems. She likes to write poems around 12 a.m. to 5 a.m., while she often writes fiction between 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. And I totally have to agree, I love writing poems like at 2 a.m. I don't know why I weirdly get these ideas and then I'll just start jotting down notes in my iPhone. If she feels like her subject matter might be too overwhelming, she loves to write in her bed because it feels like a safe space. She prefers to write when no one else is in the room, so she only writes when she's at home. Birdsong leaves most of her writing like an open door, whether it's cracked, unlocked, has an open hinge. She does this because a poet and scholar Chayuma Elliott at the Kavi Kanam workshop told Birdsong when she was entering the poetry world that, at the end of a poem, leave the door open. And I actually really like that. I never really had an issue with kind of like ending my poems, but I do feel like I always have to have this like strong ending, almost having it like a closed book. When I should leave my poems with ending possibilities, doing so would really welcome people into my poem. I'm allowing them to join me. I'm ready to walk through the door of Destiny Birdsong's poem that'll be featured in our Get Lin Anthology entitled 
Failed Avoidance of the Body in a Poem. After reading an interview with Jamal May, where he explained that he was tired of hearing about the body in poems, she really wanted to move away from mentioning the body in her poems. And she couldn't really avoid mentioning the body in her poems because she was just starting to come to terms with the fact that she had been sexually assaulted and she was dealing with the struggles of having an autoimmune disease. This poem was sparked by the fact that she literally in no way could avoid about talking about her body. It was also inspired by the fact that her therapist also likes to do somatic therapy. So here's Destiny Obertsong's poem, Failed Avoidance of the Body in a Poem. After TJ Jarrett. Your therapist wants to know where in your body you most feel your anxiety. You tell her, in the bones behind your face. They have their own music, like Tomalee's universe and chirped like shuriken dancing in the road. Your therapist says you hurt because there are things you have never been taught to do. How to hold yourself in sleep, how to drive, how to live with men. Back when you were five or maybe four your father knelt before you for the last time close enough you could smell him a zypher of cools filter kings and leaving he pushed the tricycle towards you purple and white streamers limp as hair on the handlebars by the time you mounted the cranium shaped seat He was gone. Your new goal is to learn to breathe through bones, to make flutes of them, although in reality you are much more supple. A crooked fold of flesh that comes so quickly when called. You are the warmed-bellied animal on the shoulder, coated in sunscreen and your father's curiosity, white-haired possum with his green, green eyes. You're now the oldest you may ever be. You've never been this afraid. There are no bodies bound to rush in the room when your own becomes a bullet ringing the tiles. You know all about love's austere and lonely offices, checking your stools for blood, checking your breast for lumps, checking your neck for swelling nodes, checking the locks, the coffee pot, all the cracked eyes blinking fire on the kitchen stove. Your own weep against a pillowcase you haven't washed, stiffed with miasma of your own hair. You stare at pictures of the girlfriend grinning in sunlight. You feel bad for not being taken with yourself more, but your body is all asthmatopes and fractals. Your own skin splinters in the dark from your dense heat. The pieces come back together under a halo of prescription steeping your head in yellow light. Sometimes, While combing your hair, a silver of cartilage lodges in your finger pad. You lick the glittering blood and spit out the shard. Compared to your father, this is not unkind. Somewhere, between your skull and the skin that swaddles it, all the songs you didn't know you needed to learn from him appear and vanish within the rhythm of your breathing. I really love her honesty in this poem. 
it really shows how she literally could not avoid the body at all with the prescription she has to take with almost everything somehow in her life always has to tie back to her body and i really love how she wrote this poem it's just so beautiful Thank you guys so much for tuning in with us on all things Destiny of Birdsong. And make sure that you share this podcast with your friends and family members, and I'll see y'all next week.